This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. God, I assume Tom. Today, I am speaking with relationship expert Cher Hubshire. One more time. Today, I'm speaking with relationship expert Cher Hubshire. How are you today, Cher? I'm good. Doing really well. How are you doing? I'm great. You know, your series, Smothered, comes out May 24th for season two. You get to be on that. You're the New York City wing woman. So, you know, we got a lot going on, you know, matchmaker, coach, and everything else. Yeah, definitely. Um, It's been a lot of fun. And, you know, ever since quarantine hit, um, you know, matchmaking, unfortunately, was put on pause for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, But I wanted to help people still that were stuck at home. So and that aren't able to date. So I actually started a company called Dating from Home uh, with my partner, Lauren, and where I actually can match people up now from the comfort of their own home, which has been so much fun and bringing smiles to a lot of people's faces during this really hard time. So I'm single myself, um, okay. and I have zero interest in dating right now. You know, actually, I had zero da- interest in dating before quarantine, but <laughs> now even more so. You know, but there are people that want to reach out. They want to connect. They, you know, they're not all introverts like myself. They want to be a part of some social gathering. Um, you know, yeah. how did the concept come about of dating during quarantine? Because it's virtually Zoom yeah. and Skype uh, conversations. Yeah, definitely. So, um, well, you know, at the very start of this, my uh, girlfriend, Lauren, one of my my really good friends, she um, had her first FaceTime date and she was telling me all about it. And I said, you know what? Virtual dating is the way forward. Uh, So together we came up with this Instagram platform called Dating From Home, which is basically a virtual dating platform where we match people up from the comfort of their own home and we built a community around it. And people are getting to watch the dates. They're getting to vote and listen in on the dates, which makes it so much fun and and vote who they think should get the second date. So um, it's been really fun because there's a whole community around it and, you know, giving something for people to do during this really hard and scary time. So you went from reality show star to reality show producer. (laughs) Kind of, yeah. You know, it's so fun being on this side. And I've been a matchmaker for almost five years now. and, And I always got to set people up to go on dates, but I never got to actually watch the dates happen right in front of me. And on this platform, we actually get to sit back and watch the dates unfold, which makes it so much fun. Uh, with something like that, and let's say the date doesn't work out, yeah, is yeah. there? Do you ever feel like a little guilty that you thought they'd, you know, they'd be a great match, or is it like, wow, I can't believe he or she blew it in this regard because they seem so great, and then they got nervous at this point? Yeah, you know, I always tell my clients that. You know, anything can happen on the date, but as long as you learn something about yourself during a date, then it was always worth it. Um, so on these dates, they're actually getting to rewatch their dates happen, which never they never usually get that experience. So they're able to really learn a lot from it. And of course, my goal is to get them to find their happily ever after. Um, but you know, as long as they can enjoy the process, have a great time, and I can make them smile during this tough time, then I think, you know, we're doing a great thing. Well, yeah, I I like the concept of it. And it's fun. It's interactive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, what's your mom think of this? And this is going to uh, be a part of things for a while. Totally, yeah. So she's my biggest fan. My Mm -hmm. mom and my dad both, they are 
always watching the um they're always watching dating from home every time we have an episode they are always on there they're commenting they're watching so yeah they're both loving it <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know, know they, everyone watch they we always watch like the bachelor and you know love is blind and all those shows on you know netflix on abc and all those shows are put on pause right now so you know we're always looking for a new show and especially a show where you can actually have a stay in. So right. dating from home has been so much fun for a lot of people. <laughs> uh, with something like this, you know, people may, I live in Southern California and you live in, uh, in the East coast, uh, yeah. Manhattan specifically or somewhere in the five boroughs in, in Manhattan. Okay. Um, you know, and sometimes we tend to be a bit superficial. How much more do we have to rely on our own natural personalities to uh, be yeah. successful in virtual dating at this point? Yeah, it's so, that's so true. Um, you know, with virtual dating, you're having to really focus on building that virtual connection. I mean, not virtual, sorry, that emotional connection instead mm-hmm. of a physical one. You know, usually you can worry, you know, there's a bar, there's other things around you. You can cheers and, you know, have a drink together, talk about the atmosphere. But on this, you're really having to focus on truly building that emotional connection, which honestly I think is really nice. You don't have to worry about, do I go in for the hug? Do I touch her leg? Do I, you know, am I sitting too close? You can really just focus on having a great, conversation. Um, so I think it's actually really nice. And I think that, you know, things aren't going to be going back to normal anytime soon. So people have to start getting used to virtual dating. And the great thing is if the date's going horribly, you can just click off and blame it on uh, faulty internet. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. If you need like to take a quick breath. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It was my internet. <laughs> Just freeze the uh, freeze the conversation and go. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly. Well, we're trying to have a good time and you know keep our sense of humor and everything that's going on with the world. And I'm glad that you're bringing some sort of cheer to people. And you're in a you know you have a very cheerful disposition as well. Um, the show, well, yeah, it, it's your natural personality, and we can tell. You know, you're not faking it, which is what we really yeah. appreciate. Um, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you saying that. Well, with something like Smothered, though, you know, it's not always painting your family in the in the most uh, flattering light, shall we say. Uh, yeah. when... <laughs> there's your triplet. <laughs> That's my daughter. Yeah, there's the other triplet. <laughs> uh, for, for people that don't know, you and your mother uh, look very much alike and you joke that you're twins and she the the way they portrayed it was that she forced you to get pregnant so there could be a third one in there uh hopefully that wasn't really the case of you being forced no. to get pregnant <laughs> no 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 she was so excited you know my husband and i have been together for 10 years and so she was like when am i gonna be a you know a mimi when is it gonna happen and so she was just so thrilled that I was having a child and then to top it all off when we found out on the last episode that I was having a girl we were going to be triplets you know of course we just couldn't wait <laughs> and if it wasn't going to be a girl you were going to change him in the hospital just for the sake no I'm kidding I am <laughs> kidding you know we are not going that far <laughs> I mean we could have still dressed him in the same colors and now we would have made it work <laughs> right <laughs> you know that sort of thing so but we want to have fun as well. Uh, this, the new season's coming up. What are some things, uh, trailer-wise, promotional-wise, that's already out that you could share for people that haven't seen what's going on, and fill people in what we what uh, Smothered really is about. 
Yeah, so Smothered, Smothered is about mothers and daughters who have a really close relationship, a close bond. Um, maybe some may say even too close, but, you know, as we believe that every mother and daughter should have a bond. And this is just our special bond that we're getting to share with the world. Um, Smothered premieres on May 24th at 10 p.m. And we are so excited. On the first season, I was pregnant throughout the whole thing with my daughter, as you can hear. Um, and so now we're going to get to see you know, me having a girl and having a baby and becoming triplets and getting to raise, you know, my first child and, you know, having Mimi and trying to figure out where my mom fits into everything. Uh, so I can't wait, you know, to watch it back because she was so little and, you know, she's a, she's growing and getting to share that with everyone is just so special. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. You know, a lot of people don't necessarily have a cr- close relationship with their parents. Uh, what would you tell somebody that uh, wants to be a little bit closer, but not as close as you and your mom are. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, everybody should have a bond. It doesn't mean it should be like our bond, you know, create your own and just start talking. You know, my mom and I actually wrote a book together called A Bond That Lasts Forever. It's a mother-daughter guide to a happy, healthy relationship. And it talks about our stories that we've had in the past and things we've shared and experiences um, and how we've gotten to be where we are today because we've also had our ups and downs and as every mother and daughter will go through. But it's just about, you know, having that open communication that's really going to allow you to have a relationship that really, you know, is so special. Well, that's fantastic because I'm glad that that you're close to your family because it seems like people don't want to be close to relatives anymore. And it's kind of sad in in most cases. Yeah, I feel like, you know, it's so special. Who knows you better than the person who raised you? Um, You don't have to, you know, have a relationship like us, but just having a bond and, you know, they're the people that love you the most that will be there for you no matter what. I think it's, so special and you should cherish that because not everybody you know has you know has a relative or has a mom and so if you have one you know appreciate her and love her and um you know try to make try to make a a relationship that um like a bond that counts and that means something to you um um, you put it so eloquently uh with (laughs) with the with the series itself um you know dating from home it's been three and a half weeks and you've already set up, you know, more than a handful of social distance dating. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, know, you refer to them as the homie and the homette. And as yeah. you said, people get to wa- vote on who gets to go on a second date. Uh, is there any fear that when people vote for the second date that they're just trying to create a dramatic situation and go, these people should have never been together. Let's ruin their next three weeks. <laughs> well, in the end, the way it works is everyone votes on who they think the homie or homette should pick to go on a second date. But in the end, it's up to the homie or homette to choose who they want to go on a second date with. But there is a catch. We then have to ask, once they decide who they're going to go on a second date with, we ask that person, do you accept a second date? Or do you want to get set up with two new people? Mm-hmm. And that has happened where someone has been like, you know what, I don't want to go on second date with you. I want to find two new people for me. So you, and it's all live on Instagram. So we never know what's going to happen, which makes it so exciting. Like even I don't know. And so people throw me for a loop all the time. Um, So you really never know what's going to happen. And I feel like that makes it so authentic and raw. And if this isn't edited, this is real life dating. And that's what makes it so fun. Right. Except now it's just, you know, half a million plus people watching to sit there and see you not get a second date. 
Right, which makes it a little scary, very intimidating, but uh, but fun. And you know, the great thing about dating from home is you can literally be dating somebody that's your neighbor or mm-hmm. dating someone that's the other side of the world. Like this is really your chance to meet someone possibly out of your comfort zone that you might not have ever met before, or just watch someone, you know, watch someone date. And if you don't want your in a relationship, you can just sit back and watch the dates unfold live, which is so much fun too. Which puts you in the category of your sister series on TLC. 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, the, the concept that you and your partner came up with, uh, what was the initial spark and how did it evolve? Um, so it originally started um, when matchmaking had come to a halt, you know, during the pandemic. No one was going out and meeting people anymore. I wasn't able to do my date coaching. Um, I really wanted people. And I was talking to, you know, my sister-in-law and she was – saying how it's so hard to be single right now. And then I was talking to my girlfriend, Lauren, who's my partner in this, and she was telling me how she had a FaceTime date. And I was like, that's so interesting. Virtual dating, like this can be something. This could be the way forward. Let's build a community around this. Let's make people smile. Let's pe- let you know, singles still enjoy dating from home and, and allow people to give some like entertainment to the Instagram community. And that's kind of how it started. And, you know, we don't charge anything for this. It's totally free. Um, and we're just trying to like help people enjoy, you know, finding relationships, having fun during this really just scary time. With something like this, you know, because as you said, it is very scary. And, you know, we're now yeah. getting to know know each other uh, through the screen more so than before. Um, yeah. Bright side, you know, you can put on a dress shirt and still stay in your pajama pants. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can literally date and not wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> The, ex- the exciting thing with all of this is that, you know, you also have other reality stars on there like uh, Caitlin Herman from Big Brother, you know, yes. and that was yes. uh, the, f- the first episode that came out on the 22nd of April. Yes, exactly. So we've had people from Love Island, Temptation Island, Big Brother. Um, we actually about to announce, we'll be the first to know it tonight, we're announcing our next one. Um, is from she was on the real world and then X on the beach and she's going to be looking for love. We had someone from Vanderpump Rules on. Uh, so it's a lot of fun because, you know, this is a chance for these reality stars to possibly get set up with, you know, one of their fans or get set up with um, someone they might not have ever met before. So it, it's really cool. And, you know, your favorite reality stars are, are now you know, going on this interactive platform where you get to kind of vote with them and talk with them and all of that. So it's really cool. And the notion that they might actually just go on a date with a fan, uh, is, mm-hmm. is that a little scary for some of them? Or is it just, you know, good, good old-fashioned fun and, you know, we're getting to meet new people? Yeah, I think it's just about getting to meet new people um, and just putting yourself out there because you never know who you're going to get set up with. But, you know, I always try to set people up for a reason. I really, I interview them for a long time, talking about what they're looking for, what they want, um, what have been, like, what are their deal breakers? And I really try to match them up on, with somebody that I truly feel could be a great potential match for them. Okay. Uh, what's the most common deal breaker? You know, something that we wouldn't expect. I mean, we always know, you know, lying's a deal breaker, you know, cheating's a deal breaker. I mean, you know, for the average person. You know, some people like weirdo situations and they're like, oh, you know, so long as they don't bring anything home, we're okay. Or, you know, whatever that is. But like, what's a unique deal breaker and what's a more common deal breaker? 
So a lot of people keep saying, oh, they want someone who has just like that open communication. And I think that's something we hear all the time. We want someone who just, you know, is an open book, um, who like they can feel like they read a lot. That's what a lot of people are asking for. However, some of like the more uncommon ones, I would say, um, a lot of people are very stingy with like certain, like they have to be over six foot. Or I was talking to one girl, she's like, they better say six one because if they're under six foot, that means they're not really even six foot, which I personally feel is silly because you don't, that's not who the person is. You can't help height. You can help your attitude and who they are as a person. Um, So I try to like, I don't always give them that because I, or like one person said he wanted a girl between the ages of 22 to 27 and he was 29. And I felt like there's a reason why you're not finding the right person because you're going for these girls so much younger than you, even though you are already established in your career. So I actually set him up with one of the girls was, in his age range that he wanted, the other girl was a bit older, and he actually ended up picking the girl who was older. Well, that's good. You know, uh, the the height yeah. thing always made me laugh because I, I'm quite tall. I'm six three, and mm-hmm. I, you know, and everyone sits there and they're like, and it's usually the women that are like between four eleven and five two that have the six foot <laughs> right. plus height requirement. <laughs> It's so funny. It's so true. And that that always confused me when, you know, you, you're not even 5'6", and you're having a height yeah. requirement of a minimum of six feet tall. Right. It's like you should understand, you know, you should understand most that height, you know, you can't help your height. But, right. yeah, I don't know. Some people some people have this. Right. <laughs> These uh, silly deal breakers. Yeah. Well, my, my biggest deal breaker is I have pet allergies. So cats are a no yeah. for me. But living in Southern California, almost everybody has a cat. Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) You know, it's funny. I actually just had someone who had a deal breaker. Maybe you remember. Someone had a deal breaker saying, you know, they have to love dogs because he (laughs) knew someone who was allergic to a dog. And if if you don't like dogs, then we're not going to work. So that's interesting, though. For you, that totally makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Um, There have been some studies that have come out where people will sit there and Politics has kind of become a deal breaker. If you voted for X person, I won't even consider you as a potential me. Uh, Has that hindered a lot of people recently? Because, you know, politics and romance shouldn't be in the same category. For sure. So I always tell people you should really try not to talk about politics on a first date. Because that is, you know, the means to a really bad ending of a first date. So I always say, you know, try to not talk about that stuff when it comes to dating. Um, but definitely, I've seen a lot of people with their, like, that will tell me, so I don't want anyone who voted for, you know, this person. Or I don't want, you know, I, I would never go on a date with this person if they like this. Cause, but, like, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And just because someone has one opinion doesn't mean make them who they are. Um, but, yeah, I've definitely noticed that. I see that in online dating profiles all the time. I do, like, online dating profile reviews for um, my company, NYC Wing Woman. Um, and I see it all the time. It's like, don't talk to me if you voted for, you know, this person. Like, don't even write to me. <laughs> so, which is really interesting. That's the world, you know, we live in now. <laughs> when, when you review some of these profiles for online dating, uh, yeah. and, you, and you get to sit there and you'll read through some of them and it's like somebody's, you know, life story in 87 paragraphs. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and most people aren't going to go through, it, it feels like they probably went through the entire relationship just reading this bio. Um, mm-hmm. what, what would you recommend for people that just list all their deal breakers and seem so negative throughout this mm-hmm. manifesto in trying to find a yeah. partner? 
I feel like, you know, you have to show your positives before you show your negatives. You're putting all your negatives up front. You know, you're not making the person want to invest into you. You first got to get them to fall for you and say, wow, this person's great before you start letting out all your dirty laundry and showing off all your negatives. They have to really want to be involved first because if you're showing off all like all the negatives and you're being just like the negative Nancy, then you're not making someone want to be attracted to you. Mm -hmm. And what makes somebody completely undateable? Because clearly negativity is is a big one, but some other aspects when you review somebody, you're like, eh, that kind of makes you undateable. Yeah. I think when it comes to dating, you just have to be vulnerable. You have to be okay with putting yourself out there and taking chances. And if you have your guard up at all times and you're just nitpicking and you're look, if you're looking for something negative in somebody, you're going to find something negative in someone because nobody is perfect. So you just have to make sure that, you know, if you, when it comes to dating, you're putting your best foot forward and you're accepting people for who they are and not right away judging someone based on just one thing you hear, but you're giving them, you're really, you're trying, you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable, put yourself out there. I get it. And with with the virtual dating now, you know, with uh, whether it's Zoom or Skype or FaceTime or, you know, whatever other application you're using to to talk to somebody, um, it also forces us to actually get cleaned up during this quarantine because, you know, a lot of us haven't left the house in six weeks. (laughs) So there's been nobody to impress. Right. <laughs> it's true. And so someone else was, they were saying, you're like, well, I'm actually going to wear mascara for the first time or I'm going to like, you know, do my hair. Like, you know, it's giving people a reason to get dressed up again and, you know, feel good about themselves because we all have been living in sweatpants and sweatshirts, but giving us a reason to, to clean up a bit. <laughs> and please, for those people that can't do the touch-ups on their hair dyes or can't get a haircut or shave, please at the very least brush and, uh, brush your teeth and wash your face. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. You know, it's actually funny. One of the dates for um that did dating from home, he showed up to the date and he was wearing just like a tank top. And a lot of people were harping on him that even though, yes, you're at home, it's still a date. So no matter where you live, if you're going on a virtual date, still treat it like one because it makes the person feel special. That sh- And it shows us that, you know, you care and you're taking it seriously. And with something like the virtual date itself, let's say it's a dinner date. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they're in the same city. Do you guys like order from the same restaurant and have it, sh- have their meal shipped to them, you know, to kind of give it that restaurant date experience? Or does like, you know, person A is like, well, I want pizza. And person B is like, well, I want Korean. And so A yeah. and B get their own meals and still have that like interactive food court date. That's so funny. You know, when it comes to virtual dating, I think anything goes. This is your, this is like the one time where you can order pizza and the other person can order Korean. You could still go on a date and still sit together. Um, so, you know, make it your own, make it fun. When it comes to dating from home, the dates that we put them on are only 10 minute dates. So it's 10 minutes to show off the best self and to put your best foot forward and which makes it so much fun. So, uh, we get to see like what a real FaceTime date is like and kind of learn some tips on how to show off your best self in 10 minutes. So um, they don't have time for, for eating just yet, but hopefully during their second date, they can enjoy that. I dig it. So at least, so at least the coffee date, basically. Basically. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with, with dating from home and everything that's going on, you know, when you got, when you decided to launch it and everything, was there a concern yeah. That like, oh my God, this might not work. Or did you guys do like a a research group or did you just like, hey, let's have fun and throw it out there? Because, you know, you're going on Instagram, you're you're doing all sorts of different social networking sites that, 
the risk versus reward were minimized. Right. Well, for us, it was just all about, you know, making people smile. So we didn't really do as much research on it. Like I said, it's all, it was all, we're not charging anything for it. We're literally just doing it to make people smile during this tough time. We know so many people that were having such a, so much trouble being, you know, single during this because it's so, it is very isolating. So we were building a community and um, just having fun with it. As a matchmaker, I, this is what I do for a living um, when it wasn't a pandemic and I was able to set people up in person but, you know, I don't feel like that should have to stop just because we are quarantined at home. We should still be able to enjoy social interactions, even while social distance, t- distancing. Um, and so, yeah, out of the seven people that we've done so far, five of them are actually in real social distance relationships, which is pretty cool. <laughs> that, that's amazing that you pulled it off so quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. What I really like is, is your ingenuity and the fact that you were able to shift focus because, you know, you couldn't put them in person, but you went the virtual realm. And it seems that we've got, you know, science fiction has kind of become science fact uh, where we're using all this technology to help us interact, find research, meet mates, all this other stuff. But it's also kind of cool that, like, you know, oh, I'm being matched up with so-and-so, and it's not being catfished. Like, really, that TV star is seriously going to go on a date or going on a dating site to meet yeah. somebody? Come on, I don't buy that. Right. Yeah, no, they, they are, and it's so fun. And, like, every person that I set up, I meet with them beforehand. I FaceTime with them. I call them. And so I really vet these people to make sure they're they're in it for the right reasons, and they are looking for something special, and, and they are real and they're not catfishing. <laughs> uh, with, with all of this going on, because, you know, people are making this emotional connection via these video chats. Um, is there a fear that when they finally meet in person, some of those idiosyncrasies will be magnified? Because it's easier from a two-dimensional screen. But when you're in, you know, when you're fully in front of somebody and then, you know, I don't know, they're picking their teeth with matchbooks, you know, some places still have matchbooks, Uh so that sort of thing. Yeah. Like those bad habits kind of come out or the bad habits that we developed in quarantine uh, have become part of our new normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. But I do feel that being able to just talk with someone on FaceTime for hours on end really is like amazing because usually we're, you know, there with physical, like a lot of people are, in the past, people will, you know, jump into bed so quickly with the person or they'll be like, we're thinking they have to like touch, they have to kiss. And there's all these extra layers. Right now, they really can build such a strong emotional connection that I feel like when they finally meet in person, it's going to be like that icing on the cake. So basically what's old or what what's old is now new again. Now we're doing the courtship thing far more yeah, than just the, exactly. hey, so-and-so is cute. Let's get it on, and then, oh, well, that didn't work. On to the next person. Totally. Yep, exactly. And, yeah, definitely. And I feel like um, you're really – because things aren't going to be changing anytime that soon, um, like I was talking to, you know, like my partner, Lauren, she was saying how she – and she's single. She was saying how she's not going to want to go out and, you know, go on a date in person for a long time just because she's still worried about everything. She's not going to want to just go to a bar and just meet someone. She'll want to know if they're worth it. Are they worth her time? And um, so I think it's it's important to start, you know, putting yourself out there and and see, you know, who you meet and, and then take it from there. And if someone wants to be on the show or get set up with somebody, how would they go about in contacting you to do so? 
Yeah. Um, so they'll go to datingfromhome.net and they can apply right there to be um, possibly be matched on the show. And or so they can head over to Dating From Home on Instagram and send us a DM as well. Okay. And what type of attributes are you looking for in the either possible contestants or people being matched up? Yeah. So, well, first of all, if we promote someone that's being matched, we'll, you know, first we'll, we'll air who we're matching and then we'll have, um, we'll speak with them, you know, as our home ed or homie on Instagram live. And I love when people write in saying who they're specifically interested in. Cause then I know, cause you're specifically interested in this person. Let's chat and see if I think you'll be a good match. Um, so I'm definitely looking for someone who is interested in someone specific. Um, but if you're interested in being the person that's being set up, um, then I, they, I always ask you to please send in a little like one minute video of yourself talking about yourself, what you're looking for, and kind of talking about who you are. Okay, I dig that. Um, yeah. You know, since I said I'm not interested in dating, we'll use, we'll use me as an example. Let's say I just flipped the switch and I hit uh-huh. you up. What type of questions would you ask me and say, you know what, I'm interested in meeting somebody, I'm just not quite sure who? Yeah. So, um, I, first of all, I'll talk about your past relationships a little bit. You know, what led you to where you are today? Why do you feel like you're single? What are your deal breakers? What are you looking for in a personality wise? Do you want somebody, um, who is a more of a creative person, more maybe into like the science, sciences? Um, what's your dating age range? Is family important to you? Is location important to you? We have a whole list of questions and we get really deep with the questions to really make sure we find out you know, what you're looking for and make sure when we do match you, we match you with someone that's really specifically for you. And if they get too specific, like, you know, the the people that we mentioned about the height thing, you know, six foot, six one and yeah. over, or, you know, blonde hair, green eyes, and like it specifically has to be yeah. green eyes only. At some point, you just <laughs> look at them and, you know, have to pull back and go, okay. So if you met somebody yeah. that was the absolute perfect person for you and they had brown or hazel eyes, it's a complete deal breaker. Yeah, definitely. I'll ask that. And if they say yes, then I say, I think you need to first get your priorities like straight. Okay. Yeah. And I, and I understand preferences and, you know, we all have our preferences. We're not going to shun people for that. Totally. But looks do change. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what doesn't change is your heart. So we want to find someone who has a heart who's going to be that perfect match for you, not just based on they have brown hair. Because, you know what? Some guys are going to lose their hair. You know, you want to find more something more than that. And what's been the biggest challenge since, you know, five of the seven couples are already in committed relationships? Uh, Has there been difficulty in finding people that want to sign up for this? You know, like average Joe people? Or is it just We've like actually had hundreds of applicants? It's crazy. When we first launched, within 24 hours of launching, we had over 300 applications, which wow. is crazy because I only promoted it through my personal account and through my partner's personal account. We literally had over 300 in the first 24 hours. So we've had people who are really here because they wanted. Everyone's bored. We're all stuck at home. And I think everyone has the attitude of just, you know what? Why not? You know, like why not? What else am I doing right now? I'm at home. Why not put myself out there and just try and have fun with it? And this is the chance for your friends to watch your dates. Like if you go on a lot of dates and your friends are saying, oh, you're picking the wrong person. And, or like, for example, if your mom maybe is saying like, you always pick the wrong guys or the wrong girls. This is your chance for them to watch in and like watch your dates, see maybe what you're doing right or what you're doing wrong, give you feedback and tell you who they think you should go on that second date with or if you should accept the second date. Right. So and, it's a lot of fun. 
and like, are the comment sections live too, that people can sit there and go click off, click off. Oh, why are you talking to this guy? No, you know, there's, there's still seven minutes left and it's like seven minutes of hell or, you know, whatever we want, we want to see more of these two or anything like that going on in the comment section. So, yeah. So well, the actual dates are um, recorded and put up on our Instagram feed right before we air. So those, you know, people will write in the comments, but then we go live with everyone afterwards and I'll talk with their homie or homet um, and we'll talk with them on Instagram live and people will write in and then we'll meet the dates live and on Instagram live and people will talk about the dates and we'll ask questions like, why did you say that? Or, you know, where was your mind when you said the X, Y, Z, you know, and people get to like talk about it and give feedback to the homie or homet on who they think is right for them or if they think, you know, the person's in it for the right reasons and all of that. So it, it makes it really fun and, you know, building that community. Okay. So now let's say that I've been invested since day one. You know, I was, I, I saw that your post and then boom, you got hundreds upon hundreds of applicants instantaneously. And now I'm rooting for couples three and four of the five that are in a relationship. Let's say they get married. Are you guys going to cut a deal where like, you know, you can attend their wedding via Zoom since you've already been so invested in them from uh, from day one? That's so funny. I hope so. I hope so. Um, that's so funny. You know, and it's matchmaking, because um, I started the company NYC Wing Woman, we have a lot of people who actually are married, and I have attended weddings, and it's the best feeling ever to know that you had something to do with, like, their marriage, the most special thing. Um, so, hey, if, if it happens through dating from home, like, I definitely want to be there on Zoom. <laughs> Count me in, or Instagram Live. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, if if I got invested in it, and all of a sudden, I've watched for, you know, all, virtually all the dates have been online for me to watch. I kind of feel like, well, can I watch the wedding too? You know, if I, right. if you're that into yeah. reality television. A hundred percent. I agree. It's like on The Bachelor when they end up showing, like, when they get married afterwards, if they ever do, they always show the wedding. And if you watch The Bachelor, you have to watch the wedding. Right. Same thing here, you know, dating from home. Maybe you'll right. have a at-home wedding. We've got to be there. <laughs> right. Or or for those people that are, you know, uh, sports fans, you don't stop on the five-yard line when when you've ran the ball back from, uh, from your own exactly. 20. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So with, with NYC Wing Woman, uh, you know, you developed this uh, with your with your partner, uh, Laura or Lauren? Forgive well, me one more time. Or is that no, you, just well, your no, NYC Wing Woman is, yeah, NYC Wing is my own. I've been doing it for the past five years. It's a date coaching and matchmaking company in New York City. Um, and so that's, you know, that's my business. And then with my partner, Lauren, I started dating from home. Okay. And I, um, and forgive me, Lauren, I always mix up Laura and Lauren, no matter who the person is. So it's it's not a dig on you. It's just me as a person. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're great. Right. Um, so with you and Lauren doing doing the matchmaking now, uh, does your mom ever say, we're going to go back to Smothered real quick because the, yeah. title, the title of the show is slightly, you know, uh, uh, miscalculated or slightly because yeah. I don't see you as being suffocated by your mother. Um, there are some interesting relationships on the show, but your guys is far more chummy than, than other yeah. people. Um when when you come up with a match and you're like, no, mom, this person's really good, and she'll go over your shoulder and go, ah, I think you're a little wrong on this one, or maybe they'd be better mm -hmm. suited off for that person over there. Um, uh -huh. Does that affect your decision making as well, and how does that play into the show? Yeah, that's so funny. You know, my mom, 
I, I, my mom is really, she's just my best friend. And I feel like, you know, some people, like, they call it mother, but really we're just mothers and daughters who are just best friends with each other. And I tell her everything. And it's true. She does a lot of times tell me, like, hey, like, I don't, I don't think that's going to be a good match. Or I think he's going to vote for this person and or going to pick this person. And I'm like, I don't, I think it's going to be this person. Um, so it's fun. It's, it's fun. It's just like talking with your best friend. She just happens to be my mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Belle. That's what she has to say about it. Of course. She, she's on your side because, you know, yes. she's yes. your daughter. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but the name Smothered is great because, you know, Mother's in there. The M's capitalized. The S is lowercase. So we so we get the title of the show. Um, yes. In, in all of this, you know, reality stardom for yourself, uh, are there other people on the show that you're like, ooh, I'd like to hook them up now? Um, you know, I was just thinking about that the other day. You know, I really want to set up my brother. That's what I've been dying to do. He comes on, actually, and gives his advice on all of this. He's uh, an emergency room medicine physician, and we also bring him on as a love doctor, and he gives his feedback on the dates, which is so much fun just to hear, like, what he has to say. But I'm dying, honestly, to hook him up. And my But my mom and I, I don't know how it's going to work. She always feels one way about the girls, and I feel other way so i know we will definitely butt heads when it comes to that but that's something i definitely want to do in the future um does he feel neglected because of your relationship and how close you are with your mom or is he the exact same way with your guys's dad um you know i think every we just all have our own relationship but we're all just as close i'm super close to my brother my brother is super close with my mom with my dad we're just a really close family um so we never feel no one feels neglected we just we all have our own relationships and I think my brother is happy that my mom is constantly calling me because it gives him a little break, <laughs> a little <laughs> bit of a breather. <laughs> well, that's great. You know, congratulations on dating from home and datingfromhome.org if you guys want to sign up for it. Dot net. Uh, dot net. I'm sorry, dot net. Please forgive me. So it's datingfromhome.net. Uh, at NYC Wing Woman on Twitter and Instagram, at, home, at datingfromhome on Instagram as well. Uh, you know, let's say someone hears this and all of a sudden decides they want to sign up. Uh, just go to the website, fill out the application, and hopefully they'll hear from you. Or yeah, definitely, yeah. Or will everybody hear from you, and it might just not end up on the show? Um, you know, they sign up, and then when we're looking, when we're casting, if they see someone that I promote and they want to want to date with them, they can send me a DM. But we'll definitely be in contact. You know, watch the show, join in on the fun, and, you know, let's just enjoy watching people date. Let's support each other during this hard time, and, um, you know, maybe we'll set you up as well. So I'm excited. Perfect. Cher, thank you so much for your time. NYC Wing Woman uh, at Twitter and Instagram. Dating from Home on Instagram. Datingfromhome.net is the website to go sign up for it. Smothered premieres May 24th. You have a brand-new baby. You're working. You're yeah. on TV. I don't know how you sleep, but it's because you're young, Aww. and that's what we're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. You've been so great to speak with. Thank you. It's been so much fun. Thank you. We'll talk to you later, all right? Okay, awesome. Thank you <laughs> okay. so much. You got it. Bye-bye. Bye.